You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Safe space for all you foul mouth fantasy players out there. Uh, Big Rome has the herpes, so he is out tonight. So it's your boys, King Josh, Josh King, Fantasy Fish. How's it going? It's, dude, that is a sweet shirt you're wearing. Yeah, it's a fake taco shop. La Morta Tacos. And on the back it says tacos to die for. But it's not a real place. It should be a real place. I was say that, dude, like... I'm going to start a Mexican restaurant, and I'm going to call it that, because that's a good fucking name. Yeah, and they already made shirts for you, so you're good to go. Yeah, fuck yeah. Speaking of shirts, our shirts will be... I've just been busy. It's hard. It's hard because we're a tiny independent show, and we all work real jobs. So, like, it's hard to, like, make the time. Real jobs suck. It do- See, that's why we got we to, gotta, like, have our listeners pay us money so we can just do this full time. <laughs> the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah, if every money. listener, if every listener gave us like a buck, we'd have a couple dollars, and then that we could use that towards retirement. <laughs> Put it in a four hundred one k. Yeah, yeah. You you know what's weird? Do you ever have those days where like you can't seem to stop shitting? Like oh yeah, like you 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 wake up, you poop, and you're like cool, and then you like you go do some stuff, and then you're like, dude, I think I have to shit again, and then you go back to the bathroom, you poop again. And then you're like, the fuck? Yeah, you didn't quite get it all out. It's like yeah. it felt like it was gone, but it's just not. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it is. Being, being old is weird. And it then, sucks. Yeah, and then like having responsibilities and shit. Like, you and I both had to shovel our fucking driveways today, and that fucking sucks. Yeah, the snow is also its own thing that sucks. But yeah, shoveling driveways and mowing the lawn. I actually like mowing the lawn. There's something gratifying, like it looks all nice when you're done. Mm-hmm. But man, shoveling a driveway, like it still looks like shit when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not it like still gratifying looks in any way. Yeah. And you're still scared to go outside because it's like, oh God. I have like my front porch, I have slipped on that fucking thing so many times that like I want to chop it down with a fucking axe because it just like got, I always, because like we have like a rain gutter. That over, not so much now, but, you know, stuff just drip, like, so there's icicles on the gutter, and then kind of melts a little bit, and they drip onto the fucking steps of the porch, and then when you try to walk on it, and then the problem is, is like, because, actually, that's what, contrary to what people think, snow isn't scary, ice is what's scary, because, like, on my Correct. porch, I can't see the ice on the porch, and that's when I slip and fucking fall. When I see, s- snow gives you traction, you're like, oh, I can walk on snow. It's the ice that you got to look out for. Yeah. And you, you know what's weird is I, I have to be, like, cautious of what pair of shoes I wear now. Because I have mm-hmm. these New Balances that are super comfortable. You can walk all day in them. Shout out to New Balance. They're a great shoe. Yeah. Um, but if I wear them outside in the snow, it's like I might as well be on ice skates. Even on snow, they slip because they're almost perfectly smooth on the bottom. So there's it, you can't. Mm-hmm. I've, I've literally fell over. In my front yard before trying to walk to, into my house. Yeah, dude. Terrible. Like, same thing. Like, like, like right now, like it's winter, 
like like for work i have boots so i wear boots to that but like uh if i'm just like going out and about like i now wear like fucking like i have like snow boots like like i have specific boots that i wear when it snows because uh, mostly almost every shoe i have are nike's great for working out and horrible in the snow and ice because there's no fucking mm-hmm. traction or tread on those things and you just yeah. fucking slide and you might as well fucking it's... put a piece of fucking paper on the bottom of your shoe yeah although dude fuck it i'm gonna actually dude, speaking of that have you seen these things i want to get them they're like snow ski blades or snow blades or something like that they're like really tiny skis or like really tiny snowboards that can just clip onto your boot itself and then it's they're short so you don't need ski poles or anything like that and then you can just kind of like ice skate down the mountain so, so you're saying they're roller blades for the snow yeah Dude, where can rollerblades go? Bring back the roll, ro- bring back the rollerblades. Ro- roller awesome. blades. They're they're kind of like if you see somebody now, you're like, oh, what a fucking dweeb. They're on rollerblades, but like they were fun when yeah. I was a kid. Although, dude, as I get older, I give less and less fucks about like trying to like look cooler. <laughs> I'm like, dude, fuck that, dude. Like, yeah. like I'm comfortable. I don't fucking care. Like, yeah, but um, kids are missing out nowadays. They all got skateboards, and none of them are trying to rollerblade. Dude, rollerblades are dope. Uh, years ago, yeah. fuck, like I don't know, like t- ten, no more than ten, like almost fifteen years ago, I was dating this stupid bitch, and uh, we bought rollerblades. Even though rollerblades were super lame, we just thought it'd be fun to just kind of like rollerblade around town and like. So we would we'd fucking ride rollerblades like in our Hell fucking yeah. uh, in, in our awesome. neighborhood and like. We'd like ride rollerblades. There, there was a pizza shop near my near my apartment, and I would like ride rollerblades to the pizza shop, dude. It was the best. I fucking loved it. This might we might date ourselves a little here, but do you remember soaps? The shoes. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. Those bring those. They had back. the little plastic on them, awesome. so you could fucking grind the handrails yeah, down and like just grind. run up and slide down the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want those again. They're so much better than he- like I like I see kids with like Heelys and stuff. I'm like fuck Heelys, all about soaps. Soaps were the best. Dude, the, they should make Heelys with the soaps in the middle so you could still slide on things, too. You know what? You're on. We should make that. That should be our next. Don't. Hey, listeners. Patent pending. Don't don't fucking steal our shit. We're going to make soaps with Heelys. <laughs> dude, yeah. let's, don't steal our ideas. We might be. Dude, I'm, fuck the podcast. Let's just make sure. We're going to make a shoe company. Yeah, they'll, the they'll trend for like six shoes. months and then they will be stupid <laughs> after that. Just the same as Soaps and Heelys did, but hey, it'll be worth it. Hey, man, but if you make like $2 million in that six months, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Speaking of fucking money, all these fucking football players making money, not performing, not giving a shit. Fucking Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, hurt body. Oh, you know, talk about money. Actually, this this is where I was going with it. Lamar Jackson got like fucking clappy on Twitter. It's funny. Someone, some fucking random guy tweeted out, um, someone's asking for over two fifty million a guaranteed, like at Lamar Jackson. Games like this should not come to Justin Tucker. Let Lamar walk and spend that money on a well rounded team. And Lamar Jackson actually tweeted back. Been since been deleted, but he put, "Boy, shut the fuck up, y'all be capping too much on this app." Motherfuckers never smelt a football field, never did. Shut up, shut up, but eat a dick. He told him to eat a dick. Yeah. Fuck like, yeah, good for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't necessarily think he's worth thirty million dollars. Like, I'm yeah, 
I've touched a football field. Have I touched a pro field? No, or a college field? No. But I, I mean, I have eyes. Like, I know the players that are worth it. Like, he's not, not quite a full complete quarterback, right? Like, he's good for their team because yeah. his rushing upside. But that's gonna decline over time. So, but I just love no, that like, he dude, said you're, you're... dick. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, like you heard it here first, folks. Lamar Jackson listens to this podcast because we tell people to eat a dick all the time. Good for you. I'm sure that's where he got it. uh, That's why I said he listens. I'm pretty sure he listens to this show. Yeah. Well, if he wants to get paid, then, like, let him try. So let him try to get paid. Like, will he get it? Who knows? But, like, I mean, it's not for us to decide. (laughs) You know what? If, If he wants the $250 million contract, Someone's going to pay him. Like the Commanders might, Panthers. You know, some of these teams that need a quarterback, someone's going to pay him. So, yeah. But uh, got a fun fact for you: Justin Tucker's career field goal percentage from fifty plus yards is seventy four percent, which is one percent higher than LeBron James's career free throw percentage of seventy three percent. Yeah, LeBron James, you fucking chump. Yeah, the kicker's better Just- than you. Justin Tucker's so fucking good. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Did you see the um, the Washington Commanders? They put up a like a memorial uniform thing for Sean Taylor at their uh, stadium, and it's the most pathetic fucking thing I've ever seen. Like when the show's over, I'll tweet out the, some of the pictures. But um, they put a Nike jersey on a mannequin, like a mannequin that you'd see at like fucking Macy's. Like, like they didn't use like. <laughs> Like didn't like make a statue or anything. They just got a fucking mannequin from Ross. The Philadelphia Eagles made a fucking mannequin of Doug Peterson telling Nick Foles to run the Philly special play. Like they made a fucking statue of that. Sean Taylor, who is a stud football player, got fucking murdered. They put a Nike jersey. So not even Reebok, which he never wore a Nike jersey. They put Reebok pants. They used Adidas soccer cleats and then they put black gloves on the mannequin's hands and sean taylor never wore black gloves so it's like who the fuck made this thing so it had been some intern or something that's like fucking they're the I don't worst know how to do this. fucking like how do you like <laughs> like you have one job and like you put fucking soccer cleats on him, like unless unless maybe he wore soccer cleats, which I highly doubt he did. But like, what the fuck, man? Why didn't you just make a fucking real statue instead of a mannequin? Yeah, or just fucking fine. You don't want it, then don't. Then don't do the memorial thing. Like if you're gonna <laughs> right. half-ass it. Then just fucking don't. Uh, and last fun stat for you: Tom Brady, up if he was leading by seven or more points in the final two minutes of regulation, he was 218 and Oh, but then finally had his, so he's now 218 and one on his career. <laughs> should have just retired, man. This is a tarnish on his career. He really should. Dude, I saw a thing too. He also, he, he's now eclipsed like a hundred some thousand passing yards through his career, including playoffs, but it was the equivalent of 57 miles. Damn, that's like, pretty pretty far distance. It's an hour shit, drive right there. That shit's fucking cr- like good for you. But watch them barely make the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. I'll be so pissed off. 
Rampart. I won't really Dude, be pissed off. That's not talking true. about that bullshit. Like the Bucks are five and six, Falcons are five and seven, four and eight, four and eight for like the Saints and and one of these teams are gonna make the fucking playoffs. <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't be loud. Ridiculous. I'm they a Saints fan. Like, they should do the NBA like reseeding thing. Where you know that just the top, the, I think in the NBA it's like the top ten go or the top twelve go or something like that. Doesn't matter what like conf- or for the East it's like the top twelve and for the East West like the top twelve of each or some sh- whatever yeah. the fuck. I don't, I don't I don't watch a lot of basketball. The fuck out of here. But <laughs> I agree. Uh, they should do something different, or maybe be like, hey, yeah, you're the best team in the division goes, but if the third wild card team is better than your best team, then sorry about it. Which I guess would be the same thing. It would end up being the same thing. Well, it's kind of like in our home league. You know, we in the past, like the eighth seed, mostly my team from last year. I like I was like the lowest point total in the league, but I just happened to like eke a couple victories, so I get the eighth seed. So like we 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 switched the rule where if you're the eighth seed, but there's a team that didn't make the playoffs that has more points than you, they get to take your spot in the playoffs. Yeah, they're better. Seems fair. I get it. Figure something out. It's ridiculous. It's going to make a bad playoff game, too. Like, nobody's going to watch that game. Whoever makes it. Whoever like, they let's play say, against. Like, let's say the Falcons make it. So, like, the Falcons are going to take on, like, the Eagles or some shit. It's like, dude, so the Eagles are going to win, like, fucking 42 to 6? Like, Maybe that's what they should do. Maybe they should be like, look, if your team's 500 or below and you won the division, you make the playoffs, but you automatically forfeit. <laughs> like, you just seed. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. We're done. Yeah, you're a playoff team, and you can say you made the playoffs, but you don't get a you don't get a play. Yeah, you just it just benefits the other team. Oh God, NFL, what's going on? Yeah. Fix it. Figure something. All we're saying is fix it. All Please. Right. So uh, before we get started with today's episode of Pinks and Stinks and some waiver pickups for week, we in week fourteen. Thirteen. Week fourteen. We're, we're currently in week thirteen. Correct. No, we're currently in no, week we're in 12. week twelve. Fucking yeah, a man, we're going to thirteen. <laughs> we're going, we're going into week thirteen. Ah, it's a long season. But anyways, so before we get into all that, I got a couple things of news here. Uh, first off, Melvin Gordon, he has now been signed to the Kansas City Chief practice squad. So, I, I don't know. I, I think that speaks more on just. The, the state of the Chiefs running back room. They're, yeah. Pretty They're just like, despicable place. Yeah. Darnell Mooney with an ankle injury. Wide receiver for the Bears. He's going to be out the rest of the season. Uh, he's going to require surgery. So that actually kind of sucks for Justin Fields. Because, you know, he's finally emerging. It sucks in general. Yeah, Justin Fields is finally emerging. But Darnell Mooney was finally starting to turn it around, too. Where you're like, okay, I can, I can hold on to this guy. It's not the worst. He's starting to get, you know, 12, 15 points a game, and then, nope, hurt. What a bummer. Yeah. That sucked. I actually, like, he was, he's was he been frustrating for fantasy football, but I like Darnell Mooney. Yeah, me but too. Still sucks. Anyways, Joe Mixon still in the concussion protocol, so there is a chance that they say he's trending in the right direction for Week 13 against the Chiefs, but definitely keep an eye on that. J.K. Dobbins running back for the Baltimore Ravens, designated to return from the IR. So, I guess that's exciting. J.K. J.K. Dobbins, uh, through four games, he actually wasn't too bad. 35 for 123 and one touchdown. So, he'll probably be the running back one when he comes back. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Jameson Williams, wide receiver, Detroit Lions. Their Dan, head coach Dan Campbell said it would take a lot for Jameson Williams to play into Week 13, but I, you know, they're getting ready to get him uh, into the season, so that's good news. Not that this one's fantasy relevant, but just something to keep an eye on. But Rex Burkhead, running back for the Houston Texans, he has been placed into the concussion protocol. So I mean, it's clearly the Damian Pierce show but that means if burkhead can't play eno benjamin might actually be game day active for the texans and if pierce is hurt eno benjamin was pretty good for filling in for uh, james connor so um, yes he was i guess we could add eno benjamin to the waiver thing but eh, yeah know. we just did there you go there you go yeah keep an eye on <laughs> eno benjamin aaron rodgers Alleged quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. There's reports that he injured his ribs and will undergo an MRI and CT scan. Um, he already needs season-ending thumb surgery, but he's just holding off on that. He's fucking Aaron Rodgers just retired too. Fuck, man. <laughs> like, yeah, you're done. It's Rins course. Yeah, Jamar Chase, wide receiver for Cincinnati Bengals, is expected to play in Week 13 against the Chiefs. So that's good news. I'm sure this, yeah. the Bengals have missed him terribly. I've missed him. He's fun to watch. They've been doing all right without him, but yeah, it's going to be nice to have him back. Uh, Travis Etienne running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars reports that he was cleared. He was cleared to return in week 12 against the Rams, but they decided to just hold it off. Um, there was no need to risk it. So looks like he, sh- he should be uh, a good bet to play week 13 against the Lions. So that's exciting. And then uh, Deshaun Watson officially reinstated from his 11-game suspension, so you'll see him out there against his former team, the Texans. And last bit of news that I have, Elijah Mitchell, MCL sprain, will be out six to eight weeks. So that sucks. Yeah. Sure will be. That's all I got. Did you see anything else? Uh, Did you talk about Michael Carter? I think he was hurt, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Allen Robinson hurt his foot. He's going to miss the rest of the year. Yeah. So, that's such those two guys. Cool. That's about it. Sweet. Let's uh, take a look at some of them pinks and stinks of the week. Everyone's favorite segment. Fish, why don't you get us started with uh, your quarterback? <laughs> yeah. I'll get you started here. Nobody started this guy, but Mike White. He came out slinging it. 22 completions on 28 attempts, 321 yards, three touchdowns, and he ran for two yards. Now, let me check something real quick, but I'm quite sure that Mike White was the only quarterback this week to throw for three touchdowns. No, he was not. There was was a lot. I'm an idiot. Okay, but still... (laughs) He threw for three touchdowns on the Jets, so what the hell, man? I I'm glad that he'll be starting moving forward because they need, you know, they need something else going there. And he did this last year too, where he came in and slung it when he played. So maybe maybe he's better than people think. I doubt it, but we'll see. It was definitely exciting though, just to see someone use those weapons for the fucking Jets. God damn, man. Like, someone use this, man. 
all these fucking stud wide receivers and you can't fucking figure it out. Well, and they did it against a pretty decent defense. You know, the Bears aren't what they used to be, but they're not terrible at defense by any means. That's what's kept exactly. them in a lot of games. Uh, my quarterback pink of the week, Justin Herbert, uh, just found a way to get it done against the Cardinals on the road. Especially like I've seen a lot of people on Twitter talk a lot of shit about Justin Herbert. And sure, I take I take a little offense to it because I am a Chargers fan. But everyone's like, oh, you know, fucking um, Justin Herbert sucks. Like, or he's overrated. Like, he he always chokes. He loses the big games. Like, why doesn't any? Like, why do people give him so much credit? And blah blah blah. It's like he's a talented fucking quarterback. Like Mike Williams was hurt. Keenan Allen's finally healthy, but like, you know, for the last couple of weeks, he's been keeping the team competitive with a horrible defense and he's been throwing to his third wide receiver and his kick returner. And, mm-hmm. but, you know, and he's 24, like he's just going to get better. Yeah. And then yesterday he went 35 of 47 for 274 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. And then people forget he's a, he's a fast mobile, big guy. I mean, not not like not that he was lighting up the stat sheets, but four carries for thirty-eight yards. That's another fucking four points right there for your quarterback. So I'll I'll take that all day, you know. And and hell yeah, me too. Plus, it's exciting, man. Like it was just nice to see the Chargers get a tough victory because like the Cardinals are kind of a mess, but they're more or less at full strength. And for the Chargers to go banged up and win on the road, I I was happy to see that. Um. Go Chargers. Yeah. All right, running backs. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, I I took the easy route, but Josh Jacobs had 229 rushing yards. Granted, he did run the ball 33 times, but that's a massive amount of yards. And he had two touchdowns, and he got six to seven targets for 74 yards. So, like I said, I took the easy way out. I understand that. But when somebody has a game that big, you got to talk about it. It's it's massive. Well, especially the walk-off touchdown run in overtime it was like 82 yard touchdown mm-hmm. run or something like that and then it was funny because going into the season you know and, and we we were kind of like talking about that too was uh with the with the Raiders starting uh Zamir White or yeah Zamir White in the Hall of Fame game and then not tendering the fifth year option for Josh Jacobs, we're like, oh, you know, fucking sell this guy. Now he's fucking running around. He's fucking like running back five on the year. Some shit yeah. like that. Oh, it's uh bonus Brian Robinson. I really wanted to put him there. He ran 18 times for 105 or six. I can't read that tiny little number. And then had two receptions for 20 yards and a touchdown. By far his best game so far this year. And he doubled the amount of touches as Gibson this, this week. So he he was the running back. Uh, he was the six. running back six yesterday. So that was awesome. Yeah. Um, Josh Jacobs is the running back two on the year. So yeah, fucking amen. What a solid pick he would have been. I know. And people were drafting him in like the fifth round. Like that's the thing that's upsetting to me. I'm like, fuck. There was talk of him not playing because they were all worried about that preseason game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my running back pink of the week, Miles Sanders. You know, he's mm-hmm. so hit and miss sometimes, but God, sometimes when he hits, he hits fucking massive and 21 carries for 143 yards and two touchdowns. He is, as of right now, the Monday night game just started, but I have a feeling Jonathan Taylor or Najee Harris won't have a better game than this, but you know, running back two on the week, running back 13 on the year, but just 
he's a good running back. Jalen Hurts kind of like caps his ceiling because he runs a lot mm-hmm. as well. But what a what a good like, and I and I feel dumb because I benched him in a league because you know the last couple weeks he's been fine. Like the last two weeks, he's only, he's had a combined ten points over the last two weeks. So I was like, eh, I'll just start someone else and fucking he balls yeah, out for almost thirty points. That's what, you, that's what you get. Start your studs, right? So yeah. All right, wide receivers. All right, you love this guy. He finally had a good game. Time to Mike White here. Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. He only had five receptions on eight targets, so not the most, but 95 yards, two touchdowns. Really showing what he can do with a somewhat competent quarterback out there. So you love to see it. You hope it, it continues here going into next week. We'll see. It's really hard to say there in New York what's going to happen week to week, but we finally got a good one out of Garrett Wilson, so. Might be his best game of the year, too. He's so... I think it was. But he's so fucking good. He's so fucking good at football. Like, Ohio State has to be wide receiver university. Because, like, dude, some fucking studs. Oh, and right now, um, for those of you that play Dynasty, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., he's over at Ohio State right now. He has, like, zero drops on the year. Like, <laughs> Jesus he's... Christ catching everything that's thrown his way and it's like god damn man yeah for you. and it's garrett White wilson's second best game he had a better one in week two but still that was with either joe way. flacco yeah either way just a stud of a fucking game mm-hmm. for sure good for you garrett wilson i love you uh my wide receiver pink of the week i went ahead and took chris godwin um it was nice to see that this guy was actually good Tom Brady. Yeah, it's been, a name you haven't talked about in a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, other than being fucking hurt and looking at him on the waiver wire, but he had an outstanding game, man. 12 catches on 13 targets for 110 yards and a touchdown. Like, so that's back to back weeks. He had a touchdown before the bye in week 10 against Seattle. You know, rest of the season for Godwin, you know, I don't know if trades are still going on in your leagues, but I, I, I might, I'd be interested because they're taking on the Saints. 49ers Cincinnati, but then their fantasy playoff schedules, Arizona Cardinals and Carolina in the championship game. Like, mm-hmm. fuck. like yeah. Godwin, if you held on to him all year, congratulations. Cause like, I, I think he's going to pay out huge for you guys come the end of the year. So, all right, tight ends. What do we got? Yeah. I don't know who this guy is, but I put him, uh, Josh Oliver from Baltimore. He had uh, four, Receptions on six targets for 76 yards and a touchdown. It really goes to show you, like, how we've been saying, tight end is just such a catastrophe. He was a tight end, two on the week. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think what it really shows us is that Baltimore's, and they did, they were starting to do this with Isaiah Likely, but he, he was out this week. Um, they're willing to use two tight ends. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of why we're seeing Mark Andrews fade a little bit. But at least you know, like, hey, if you need to pick up another tight end, just grab the number two tight end in Baltimore and they'll use him. Yeah. No, I, uh, when I saw that you put Josh Oliver on the spreadsheet, I was like, who the fuck is that? I had to, like, look him <laughs> up. And then, like, dude, this motherfucker, like, I mean, I don't think we'll ever mention him on this show ever again because he played four games in 2019, opted out in 2020. Like, didn't basically didn't play at all last year either. And then this was like the only game of note in his entire career. Like, yeah. so it, it's all right, good yeah, on him. 
Got talked about for a week. Good on you, Josh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my tight end pink of the week, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, five catches on six targets or 43 and a t- What do I always say? 50 yards and a touchdown, man. Like, that's a great <laughs> That's all game. you need. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing with TJ Hawkinson, though, is, like, ever since he went to Minnesota, like, Kirk Cousins has really been digging him. Like, like just his last couple – tight end 10, 7, 10, 14. And then, as of yesterday, he was the tight end 5 on the week. So he's tied in three on the year. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's better for him there. Not only because the quarterback play and everything, the team's better, but now he doesn't have to be like a hyper-targeted yeah. guy. He could just be a regular tight end with six targets and do you solid. Well, I think it helps too when you have like Justin Jefferson and Thielen helping you out, mm-hmm. you know, taking away some of the coverage. Mm-hmm. Not that Because I, I, I love Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown, he was actually almost my pink of the week. Cause he had a great game, but, but Hawkinson, you know, you're playing with the modern Ross St. Brown and Josh Reynolds, like they'll double cover you. Cause you know, they can, yeah, but now all of a sudden you're playing with, now you're playing with Justin Jefferson and Thielen, KJ Osborne, Dalvin cook. Like you're on a much better offense. Kirk cousins, a better quarterback. So it's like, like good for you, TJ Hawkinson. Like I'm, I'm happy for you. All right. Well, as we always say, with the good comes the bad, with the pink comes the stink, and there were some absolute shitty performances. Although your your quarterback one makes me laugh, but let's go ahead and get him started. Who's your quarterback stink of the week? Yeah, why does it make you laugh? He was outside of the top 12. Because they pulled um, him. Because they were up by so many points, they pulled him. He didn't even finish the game. This is true. They did. They did pull him, and his game wasn't that bad. You know, he has 22 for 36, 290 yard, nine, 299 yards and touchdowns. Tua, um, it just sucks if you started him. They pulled him. He only had yeah. one touchdown. He he only scored 18 fantasy points. Like, I understand that it's not necessarily a performance problem here, but, like, that's just really kind of punch in the face when you have a guy who is doing well and you can't get anything out of it. Most time, like... How many times has Josh Allen been pulled in the fourth quarter and he's but he's already scored forty fantasy points? You know? Yeah. yeah it's kind of true. it's kind of just a bummer. He just kinda of, you kinda of got the short end of the stick, and that's why I put him. I understand he didn't have a bad game at all. But well it's it's funny that you mentioned that because I had he's one of my um in the super flex league I'm in, he's my quarterback too. And when they yanked him, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like I like you said, I was like, I only got eighteen points off him. Like, come on, like can't you just like like I need one more touchdown or get me a couple more yards, please? Like, yeah, and eighteen for a quarterback too is not terrible. But if you started him in a one quarterback league, that that kind of hurts. It's not gonna kill you, but kind of hurts. Yeah, uh, my quarterback stink of the week, Andy Dalton. Fucking a, what a horrible performance. Damn, you know, and Saints they, suck. they do like they got shut out by San Francisco, and again it was eleven to nothing, like in a low scoring fucking game. And just it, it was just pathetic, you know. Eighteen of twenty nine for two hundred and four yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Like I, I mean, I guess he didn't turn the ball over. That's like the only positive you can say about it. But like, yeah, he didn't lose it for him, but he certainly didn't help do anything either. Yeah, I mean, not that you were out there starting Andy Dalton. It was just like I don't know. He just seemed like one I wanted to pick on because even Russell Wilson outscored him. For fantasy well, you purposes. know, like most quarterbacks get a touchdown. Each week, like no touchdowns. Come on now. Yeah, like, 
like quarterbacks that outscored Andy Dalton this week. Mariota, Daniel Jones, Taylor Heineke, Jacoby Brissett, Kyle Allen, Trevor <laughs> Simeon, Bryce yeah. Perkins, the third string quarterback of the Rams, scored more points. Jordan Love, who played one quarter of football, outscored Andy Dalton. So Yeah, he shit the bed. Oh, it was, it was it was bad. It was a bad, bad game. All right, running backs. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. 22 carries, 42 yards. He got four receptions for another 14 yards. But, I mean, that's – I don't know if that's his worst game this year, but it's probably pretty damn close. Let me scroll all the way down here and try to find it. I'm going to look at something. Uh, no, it's not his worst game. But this is two bad weeks in a row. No touchdowns both of those weeks. And under 100 yards. You know, he's still one of the top running backs, but he seems to be fading a little bit. He's just kind of not quite once he, what he once was. Yeah, like, I love Dalvin. Dalvin Cook, in, in recent years, he's been one of my favorite running backs. Like, he's been so much fun to watch, but... God, like that. I don't know. Father Time is really catching up to him. It seems like he's just like not like that guy anymore, and that makes me sad because I love him so much. Yeah, he is the famous age of twenty-seven, which is like when they start to fall off midway through twenty-seven. That season and, seems to be punishing. Yeah, and I love this guy too, and it hurts me to say this guy, but my running back stink of the week, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, that Saints game was just awful. Like, it was just a bad game. But this was uh, McCaffrey's worst game of the year and in a game where Elijah Mitchell got hurt. And so it, he was the guy. But 11 carries for 32 yards, less than three yards a carry. Four catches, which is – like, that salvaged your day for PPR somewhat. But four catches for 17 yards, like, just sucks because, like – you know, like, again, if, if you look at the running backs that outperformed, Darrington Evans of the Chicago Bears outscored him. <laughs> Dare Agumbawale of the Texans outscored him. You know, so it's like all these guys that that split the backfield. Zonovan Knight, like the fourth string running back for the Jets, outscored Travis Homer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's just like, God damn, man, like just just very disappointing to see because like you know especially a guy like christian mccaffrey you expect at least minimum what 12 points it's safe to say he'd get you 12 points a week you know but yeah although i i feel like it'll get better moving forward you know elijah mitchell's now hurt not that you wish injury on anybody but you know yeah christian mccaffrey yeah and then you know taking on miami their defense isn't that scary and you know tampa bay's got a good run defense but then seattle commanders and raiders so Better sledding ahead, but just I, I'm sure a lot of people out there lost their week because of Christian McCaffrey. So, all right, wide receivers. Yeah, I put. I'm sorry, Josh, but Josh Palmer. Yeah, you sucked. know, five receptions on seven targets, not terrible. Fifty-six yards, also not terrible, but no touchdowns. He had a really big week the week prior. And you're like, oh, hell yeah, Williams is out. I could fire up Palmer again. I'll get another, you know, 10. No, he did get, well, you know, he's just under 10 points. But, but you know, you hope to get like 15 from him. Pretty easy matchup. 
And it was DeAndre Carter this week. It just wasn't yeah. his turn. Plus, like, no Mike so. Williams. So you figured, you know, hey. You figured it would be, be awesome for Palmer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, not a terrible game for for him at least, but kind of a bummer. Yeah. You shit on my team, I shit on yours. My wide receiver stink of the Fair week enough. is Chris Olave. Just because, like, dude, I mean, I like that he got nine targets, but five for 62, which isn't awful. You know, 12 yards a catch, that's that's not bad. But, I mean, just he's the wide receiver 40 on the week right now. And this is more just, this is more of an Andy Dalton thing than a Chris Olave thing. Cause I love Chris Olave. I, th- you know, super talented guy, possibly the best wide receiver from the, like in rookie wide receiver right now. Um, but yeah, just fucking bad. So bad. Like this is, uh, I don't, I mean, the San Francisco defense is good, but just Andy Dalton fucking sucks. So, like, my thing is just kind of like, I don't know, just be careful because, you know, you're relying on Chris Olave to be a stud. But if Dalton keeps playing like this, it's. Yeah. And Dalton's been hit and miss in his career. So it's kind of, I don't think he's, he used to not miss this bad. But, yeah, it's not looking good. I think Olave will be all right. But, Expect weeks like this if he has t- tough matchups, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, wrap it up with the tight ends. Yeah, this piece of shit right here. <laughs> let me tell you. Fucking garbage. Travis Kelsey. I'm being facetious, but he only had four receptions on eight targets for 57 yards and a touchdown. The real reason I put him here is because a bad game for Travis Kelsey still puts him at the tight end four for the mm-hmm. week. Um, he had a he had a fine game for a tight end, right? Like it this is just what you want. I was, like I said, I'm being facetious a little bit here. It's just a lot lower than what you expect out of him. Especially against the Rams. Like you're not really they're not really scaring anybody. With Kelsey, you're expecting like ninety yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like like that's what you're hoping for. Then uh, my yeah. tight end stink, although we, it's funny, we were just talking about it, is like, and, and you've mentioned it before on the show, like, tight end stink is basically everybody. Because, mm. like, the, 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 the point differential between the tight end 12 and the tight end 13 is 0. 0.7 points. They One at 7.9, one at 7.2. Tight end 14 at 7. So it's kind of like, eh. But the one I went with this week was George Kittle. Uh, not a great game. Three catches on four targets for 26 yards, no touchdowns. So I said it last week, you know, Kittle had the big game, trade him. It just, you know, he has the big name, so you expect more from him, but it's just like tight end fuck. But even then, George Kittle's mm, a tight end 23. He's a regular tight end again. Yeah, but, you know, he's the tight end 23 on the week with four points, and the tight end 12 had seven. So it's like, it's not even that far yeah, off. Is three points really going to kill you? Probably not. No, it's just like one of those things where it's That's like. For him, it's just kind of shitty. It's like he could be so much better, but he's just not being used. Well, he's a great blocker. They don't need to use him as much. Yeah. Yeah. So well, like, the, they don't need to use him as much either with, you know, Ayuk kind of coming coming to you and all the weapons they have. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, cool. That does it for Pinks and Stinks. Uh, only two bye weeks this week coming up for week 13. Uh, we got the Cardinals and the Carolina Panthers on a bye. Um, so for quarterback streamers, so if you have Kyler Murray, not a lot of people are out there like rushing to grab Sam Darnold. Uh, 
your your uh, pink of the week, Mike White. He's available in ninety six percent of leagues. And then we also just said keep an eye on Daniel Jones. He's like our weekly quarterback filler. Who are they taking on? Yeah. Taking on? Hang on. They are playing. Let me get there. Uh, while I get there, I just wanted to touch on um, Mike White or. Mike White, yeah. yeah. I put him there mainly for, like, two quarterback leagues because he's a starting quarterback now. Mm-hmm. And if you're in two-quarterback league, anytime you can get a starting quarterback, you probably should take advantage of that situation. So, um, the Giants are playing the, the Bullfrogs, Washington uh, Bullfrogs. Yeah, so, so that, that's not a scary Favorable defense. matchup. And then Jared Goff, uh, they're taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars, which that shouldn't scare anybody, especially because, I mean – you know, he took on Buffalo Bills through for 240 and two touchdowns. Jacksonville defense isn't as good as Buffalo's. So, you know, I, yeah. I, I could ride with Jared Goff next week. So, uh, yeah. yeah Go ahead sure. and uh, talk about some of these running backs for us here. Yeah, some of them are – most of them are going to be, you know, death pieces for players that got injured. But the first one I'll talk about here is Melvin Gordon. He got cut. A lot of people probably dropped him. Like, oh, he's cut. He's done. He got picked up by the Chiefs. We kind of agree that this might be more saying, speaking of what the Chiefs feel about their running backs, about CEH and Isaiah Pacheco. Um, if they were satisfied with those guys, they probably wouldn't have got him. But Gordon may work work his way into playing time here. So just go check it out. It'd be a good depth add for for your team. You, you probably wouldn't go in starting him, but it could add that depth for playoff run. Um, the next two, Jordan Mason and Zonovan Knight. Both 99% available. Both are speculative ads based off injuries and who can come back in time. Now, I would prefer Mason here because we know that Mitchell is going to be out for six to eight weeks and they want to keep McCaffrey as healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. So I think that he's going to get a good amount of playing time here. Zonovan Knight, I'm not quite sure about. Now, we know Carter's a little banged up. They healthy scratched Robinson which made no sense, but that's okay. So he may come back. But this guy, looked, he looked pretty good. He looked the part when they used him. Another one is a speculative depth add if you have the spot. If you maybe had Michael Carter on your team or somebody, um, or Elijah Mitchell, and you're just reaching at this point, those are two guys you could reach for. And then the last one, uh, Samaj P. Ryan. He's only 35% available, but if Mixon misses more time or gets another concussion this week. He looked he looked the part also. He's going to be just fine if he's the starter. So he had a great um, week. And Aaron had a good week. Kind of kind of touching on that too. This is a good time to go look for your handcuffs at the running back position, especially if you're a play, well, most certainly if you're a playoff contender. So if you have any running back who's been performing well, Look for their handcuff because if they get hurt, you're better off getting the direct handcuff than trying to find somebody and pay extra while you scramble for something. So just handcuffs, you know, DeAndre Hillard if you're the Henry owner, Madison if you're the Cook owner. Now most some of these guys will already be owned, but go check for the handcuff that for your guy. And absolutely uh, stash them now. So if there's an injury in the fantasy playoffs, you have an immediate pivot option. You're not just totally screwed. Well, especially like, like 
like like you were saying, it, it's fantasy players right around the corner. Now's the time you got to pick these guys up. Like P Ryan, yeah, he's not Joe Mixon, but yesterday, seventeen for fifty eight with the touchdown, four catches for thirty five yards. Like he's a you know he's a good yeah. They're back. serviceable. Yeah. And, anytime uh, you get an injury, you'll be in a pinch. But if you need somebody serviceable to fill in, you can't be filling in with guys off the waiver that are absolutely a bunch of nobodies. You got to be filling in with somebody who's gonna get volume. And running backs that are gonna get volume are the handcuff to the player that you have because nobody else is just gonna come in and get vo- volume. I'm looking at one of my leagues, and the best running back available right now is uh, Joshua Kelly. Yeah. You know, like, like it's just you need someone that's going to have volume at that position. Well, that's the thing, like, because we were when we were writing our waiver list out, we were having a hard time finding players like the waiver wires are dry as shit. So it's like pick up your handcuffs because next thing you know, you know, you're I don't like heaven forbid, like like Christian McCaffrey's been injury prone. So it's like, OK, cool. Jordan Mason's going to, like, take a spot right now. But it's like, OK, fine. Let's say he's gone. So now, like, for, for running backs, you're just out there looking at the waiver wire, and it's like like you just said, it's, it's fucking, it's it's Joshua Kelly, it's Sony Michelle, it's... Uh... Well, and look for clear-cut number twos that aren't necessarily your handcuffs, but just a clear-cut number two who, if this person goes down, this is going to be the guy. Now, there's not a whole lot of them, but there's a handful... And, or even if there's not a clear cut, like take your shot on certain handcuffs because you need you, anybody that goes down now, you're going to be paying out the ass for fab dollars against people that are in the playoffs. So just go in there, make a $2 bid, get, get them down in case. Yeah. Then a couple wide receivers to keep an eye on. They both play for the same team with Darius Slayton and Richie James. Um, Kenny Galladay sucks. Kadarius Tony's gone. Richie James back to back weeks with touchdowns. He's available in ninety eight percent of leagues. Darius Slayton available in forty five percent of leagues. There's a chance Slayton's gone. But if you need a wide receiver, maybe even for the bye week filler, you know, with Cardinals on bye, no Hollywood Brown, no DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Carolina, no DJ Moore. So if you need a guy like that, they're a decent fill in. And then uh, Van Jefferson and Ben Skoranek of the Rams. Obviously, Jefferson would be the one I'd want the most out of these guys. He's available in 77% of leagues. He actually just scored a touchdown uh, yesterday. But, um, uh, you know, Coop, there's a chance a Cooper Cup doesn't come back the rest of the year. Allen Robinson's going to miss the rest of the year. So now Van Jefferson's the number one wide receiver on the Rams. And then Matt Stafford's racist and only throws to white guys. So when Stafford comes back, Ben Skoranek might be fantasy relevant. This is so. true. Yeah, I, I think that the same thing applies here where – you're looking for people that could fill in. Like you said, waivers are thin. You got to look for people that are going to be the next man up. I yeah. would not just stash receivers be- because of of injury. I would do that more so with running backs just because the position, you know, position is more scarce. But you really could do it with these receivers too if you are really deep at running back and want to bolster him a little bit. Then go get Van Jefferson. He's going to be the only guy that they're going to throw to. So Yeah. And he's, he's actually a good wide receiver, too. Like, he's actually a pretty good player. Mm-hmm. He's just been, you yeah. know, kind of banged up most of his career. And then I'm going to throw out a tight end just because it's gross, but fuck it. If you need a tight end, Foster Moreau, Darren Waller's still in IR. 
uh, yesterday, three catches for 33 yards and a touchdown, but he had seven targets. So it's kind of like, I don't know. Tight end sucks. It sucks. It's just, but maybe you need some. Foster Moreau has been very great for what you, what you want from him, like a backup tight end filling in for the Raiders. Like I've mm-hmm. streamed him a couple times last year, and I streamed him this last week. And like he's he's nothing. He's not a superstar, but he he gets it done. He's tight end, you know. And you Derek know Carr he, does target him in the end zone. I actually agree. He's actually not a bad player. And last year he was like a he was like a savior for a lot of people last year when Waller mm. went down. So, um, yeah. So do that. Darren Waller's Look. fault. <laughs> he he ruined the tight end position. He did. He destroyed the whole thing. They should just remove it from the league now. All because Darren Waller. I I I agree. That's fine. He's just we, we're <laughs> done. With, we're done with that. No more tight ends. You, you could either so. put extra receiver out or an extra lineman out. That's all. You, that's all you get. Telling you, man, two kickers. Yeah, two kicker leagues, dude. Kicker premium. That's 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 going to be the next thing. Two kicker leagues. So cool. Well, I'm done talking. Are you yeah, you got anything else? Cool. Well, thank you for listening, guys. We appreciate you. Thank you for the love and the support. Get us on social medias at Filthy F Ball Show. Get Big Rome at Big Rome FFF. Get the Fantasy Fish at F Football Fish. You can always Instagram us at Filthy Fantasy Football Show or send in your emails to Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much. King Josh Josh King. Fancy Fish, on behalf of Big Rome, have a good one, y'all.